about coming to town. Gotta run inside, Mom. Can I get some butter? I get ice cream. Ice cream. The good humor. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois, with Brett Bielema? They they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it in the Big Ten Championship. He's in Champaign. <laughs> rush the And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, the great Bambino, and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Happy Thursday to you. Throwback Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Whatever you want this Thursday to be. We're here and we're here to talk some local sports. And this is the starting lineup on your ESPN radio dials. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry alongside. And we're here talking to some local sports on the way. Some local basketball. From last night, okay, except say, for the schedule tonight. You can't be losing your voice yet, Travis. The show just started. It just started. I it know. It just started. So. I know. But we'll make it through. We're powering through. We power through. We'll power. We we'll power through, and I have to save the voice for tonight because we got that NTC semifinal there tonight with Altamont and Dietrich over on Jack FM, and you know, say Anthony and Brownstown. Uh, we'll be on as well, so uh, we'll be looking forward to those two uh, matchups that we'll talk about. We'll also be hitting up on uh, some ABA action uh, that happened there last night and the schedule for this evening. We'll also be uh, taking a look at uh, some uh, college basketball that happened there last night and get you set for the uh, schedule tonight, including a, a game that is on our airwaves right here mm-hmm. on 98.9 The Game. Uh, that's the uh, Fighting Illini against Michigan the Wolverines, ooh, Illinois only two and a half point favorites. Ooh, against a down Michigan team. I know Michigan's at home, but still, that's a bad Michigan team. Uh, tickets as low as two dollars. Ooh, that's all you need to know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, that game is gonna tip off around a seven thirty, so that means a six thirty will begin. Our uh, coverage here on 98.9 The Game yep. uh, there with uh, Brian Barner and the crew. And uh, also will be uh, touching up on uh, some NFL and uh, some NFL news as well as a head coaching change was not made after all uh, coming up in Dallas. So we'll be discussing that as well and maybe take a peek at the divisional uh, matchups as well for the uh, National Football League. And uh, whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Trash Show, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion, go into overtime and hit up on that and see whatever we can uh, scrounge up 
from there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got a lot to get to, a lot to cover here on a Thursday. So let's get into it and let's get it started and let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in the uh, NBA there. We had some uh, news on and off the court as uh, last night we had a matchup that was uh, built up. We talked about it on the show yesterday, the uh, Cavs and the uh, Bucks, and it turned it up being a blowout. Mm-hmm. Bucks didn't even reach 100 points. Nope. And uh, so Giannis wow. and Dame, yeah, they didn't show up. Well, Giannis sat. Ah, oh, well, then that's the reason. Right shoulder shoulder contusion hmm. uh, for the uh, Mr. Giannis. Hmm. Only scored ninety five points, one thirty five to ninety five. Yep. Donovan Mitchell must have heard what I said because he took control last night. He took it personal. Yeah, thirty points, five dimes. Hmm. Third straight game with at least thirty and five dimes. So yeah, he played well. And the Cavs played really well. Yep. Just yep. blew him out. And Jared Allen had 21 points and 13 rebounds. 10 straight double-double. It's all good. Mm. Well, in the blowout, everybody got some play time for the uh, Bucks. I see. Uh, Dame only had 17 points. Yeah, 5 of 20 shooting. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Not Chris Middleton, efficient. 0 for 9 before he finally scored his first and only points midway through the third quarter. Wow. Two points. Wow. Jay Crowder took 10 three-point attempts. Wow. Yeah, not good. Not good. Not good at all. 12 for 42 from three-point range. Mm -hmm. 42 threes, that's a lot. And it came up with Cleveland running, Travis. Outscored Milwaukee 33 to 8 in transition. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Bucks took one on the chin mm-hmm. there last night. Cavs with a uh, beatdown uh, there. You also had uh, the uh, Lakers and the uh, Mavericks matching up there, and it was the Lakers winning 127 to 110 over Dallas. AD and assist shy from a triple double. Yep. Uh, but he had 28 points, 12 rebounds for AD, and Luca did have a triple double. Yep. 33 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. Not enough, though. Not uh, enough. Because D'Angelo Russell had 29, LeBron had 25. Third time this season that those three players have all scored 25 points in the same game, the most of any trio in the NBA. Hmm. Did I see that stat right that um, they put up that LeBron has played against 35% of all NBA players? That would be – I mean, I think that sounds – Right, because of just how uh, his longevity. Mm-hmm. It, That's crazy. It have to be, yeah. So played against thirty-five percent of all players in NBA history. That's a crazy stat. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, as you said, Luca, thirty-three points, thirteen rebounds, ten assists, his thirty-seventh career thirty-point triple double, which ties LeBron for third most in the NBA history. And the reason, one of the reasons why the Mavs lost, Kyrie Irving struggled. 12 points, 4 of 16 shooting against his former co-star. Mm. Yeah. Yep. 
He didn't even talk about that, Kyrie versus LeBron. That's because it's so – people have forgotten Kyrie <laughs> and LeBron played together. It's so long ago. Yeah, it's getting further and further apart. <laughs> yeah. For Kyrie, what was that, like five teams ago? Mm-hmm, yeah, just about. I mean, there was the Nets, there was Boston, there's Dallas, so we're at least at three. Mm-hmm. I think he went somewhere else too. Uh, I can't keep I can't, track of yeah, them. Yeah, I can't remember. The whereabouts. Yeah. So, but – uh, Lakers, they got the win, and I was seeing that LeBron was distracted in the post-game uh, press conference. He was watching, trying to watch Bronny's game. Of course he was. Over everybody's shoulders. Just retire. I mean, yeah, his son playing on the same on the same night, yeah. so he couldn't even attend. Just retire. Just call it good, LeBron. Hmm. Yep, well, I mean, he's almost there, but we got to get Bronny to the league yep. Yep. Uh, first. So... Uh, that's what the uh, Lakers did uh, there last night elsewhere in uh, the uh, NBA. It was the uh, Pistons not getting a win, so they can't put it back-to-back together. 124-117, to and Minnesota got them uh, there. Minnesota's second-best record in the NBA. Yeah. Pistons are now halfway through their season and 4-37, and tied for the worst record by any team through 41 games in the last 10 seasons. <sighs> Ouch. 4-37. Yep. and 37. yep. Ugly. Not good. No. 2-18 and 18 at home. Yeah, not good on that as well. <laughs> uh, we had the Celtics uh, hold the Spurs under 100 points, 117-98 of Boston uh, with the win, and they're the complete opposite of the Pistons. I was going to say, yep. 32-9 this season and undefeated at home. 20 at home, extending the longest home win streak wow. to begin a season in franchise history, and 12 of those 20 wins, Travis, have now come by double digits. Mm-hmm. Tatum had 24, Drew Holiday at 22, Jalen Brown at 21. 14th time this season that Boston has had three 20-point scorers. Third most behind the Hawks and the Knicks. Victor led all scorers for the Spurs with 27 points. Now in 25 or more in three straight games, joining Tim Duncan and David Robinson. It's the only rookies to do that in franchise history. Hmm. Again, good company. Yeah, 27 points for Wimbiyama. He just needs more Only help. five rebounds, though. He needs more help. Five turnovers too, so he had a negative plus yep. minus. Yep. So if you believe in that. If you're a believer in one such stat. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, Celtics get it done again. Yep. Uh, they're at home. Uh, and I almost forget that it had Drew Holiday Me uh, too. place for them. Yep. Forgot yep. about that trade. Yep. That went down. Uh, the Hawks got the win over the uh, Magic, 106-104. to Yeah, uh, exciting fashion, too. Uh, ben Chero tied the, the game with a three-pointer with nine seconds left, and then it was DeJount Murray who came down the court and hit a contested mid-range jumper as the buzzer sounded to give Atlanta the win. It's the first game-winning buzzer beater of his career and the fourth the Hawks have had over the last two seasons. No other team has done it more than twice. Murray had hmm. 26 points and five assists. Trey Young had 18 points and 12 dimes. Hmm. Nice. Yep. Uh, we also had the uh, Knicks with the uh, W against the Rockets, 109-94. to uh, Julius Randle and uh, Jalen Brunson go yep. both over 30. Yep, 31 and 30 points respectively. Yeah. Seventh time that Randall and Brunson have had scored 30-plus in the same game. Second most by any duo Knicks history behind only Richie Gurren and four-time All-Star Willie Nollis. Hmm. There you go. Household names there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but the Knicks getting their 24th win. By the way, the Rockets, 4-15 and 15 on the road, 15-6 and six at home. Mm. Much better in Houston. Much better. Friendly confines. Yep. But it was in MSG last night, so yep. the Knicks got it done. 
Uh, the Raptors won over the Heat 121 to a 97 was yep. the uh, final score. Snapped their four-game losing streak. Yeah. Jerry Trent Jr. had 28, R.J. Barrett with 26, Scotty Barnes with 20. Hmm. Not a single Heat player reached 20 points. No? Nope. Hmm. And also the uh, Raptors were in the news there yesterday. They yep. uh, made a trade. Uh, Pascal Siakam is going to be coming here to Indy yeah. with the Pacers now. Yeah, I think so. it's a great deal for Indy. Uh, they sent Bruce Brown, Jordan Noir, and three first-round draft picks to Toronto for Siakam. Um, as part of a separate but related deal, the Pelicans sent Kyra Lewis Jr. to the Raptors in a second-round pick to the Pacers. So uh, the Pelicans will be in position to get below the luxury tax threshold as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is just a good thing. Uh, the forwards haven't been giving them a whole lot, and that's going to, you know, they rank 26th in the league in forward scoring, and Pascal's averaging 22.2 points per game. The Pacers are getting 25.3 points per game from their starting forwards. Yeah, I think He's that's going to help. Yeah, I think yep. that's a great move for yep. Indy yep. Uh, for sure. Uh, speaking of the uh, Pelicans, they won over the Hornets, one thirty-two to one twelve, and uh, Brandon Ingram goes off for a triple double, twenty-eight points, ten rebounds, ten assists for Ingram to help New Orleans over the Hornets. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Mellow Ball, twenty-nine points, but not enough to beat New Orleans. Yep. Uh, we also had the uh, Trailblazers a win over the uh, Nets, 105-103, and that was a last-second uh, shot yep. there Point as well. Two remaining. Yeah. So, Anthony Simmons had it. Trailblazers picked up the win, but they didn't get any help from uh, their center, and that was DeAndre Ayton. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Uh, apparently, they have some uh, weather there in uh, Portland, yes. and he could not make it out of his neighborhood oh boy. because of the ice. Oh, boy. And so he wasn't with the team. He didn't make it to the arena, so he didn't play. Mm. I mean, we always talk about East Coast, West Coast mentality, but having a Midwest mentality, you couldn't make it in because of the ice. Yeah. Like, the organization couldn't have sent anybody there. They couldn't have found a way to get him there yeah. to the arena. That's just crazy. Hire an Uber. It's <laughs> just crazy to me. But I did see some pictures. It, it was pretty icy, yep. obviously. But uh, that's just crazy. That That's why I missed the game. By the way, just want to uh, point out before we move on to today's NBA action, uh, with that Raptors trade of Siakam, mm-hmm. they also traded OG uh, Anobi this mm-hmm. season. Yep. So the only player from the 2019 championship roster still on the team is Chris Boucher. Hmm. Boucher played four minutes in the postseason, none of which came in the finals. <laughs> the next meeting, by the way, between the Pacers and Raptors will be in Toronto on Valentine's Day, one of three games still to come between the two teams. So Siakam's hmm. going to see his former team a lot coming up. Yeah, seems like it. Mm-hmm. The end of the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, that was just 2019. That, that was five years ago. Yeah. It's all all gone. All gone. I don't know if it was actually going to be built to last. No, it never was. As soon as Ka- uh, Kawhi decided to leave, it was over. You right. knew it was over. But Siakam was always, I thought, kind of the face of that franchise here recently. Mm-hmm. And he finishes in the top ten in points and rebounds in Raptors history. So, mm. 
obviously a franchise player. It's going to be take a while to see him in a new uniform. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so that's going to come soon with the uh, Pacers. And then obviously we had that uh, postponement yeah. with the Warriors and the Jazz and the uh, assistant coach ended up passing away yes. uh, in the hospital there yesterday yep. as well. So uh, they're going to postpone another game. Yep. That's, I was going to say that's caused tonight's game between the Warriors and Mavericks to be postponed as well. Hmm. Man, what a devastating thing there Yes, for the Warriors. Yes. Hmm. Uh, games uh, going on tonight, though. The uh, Wizards are in uh, New York to take on uh, the Knicks. You got the uh, Thunder matching up with the uh, Jazz, uh, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, and uh, the Pacers in uh, Sacramento to take on the Kings. And you also have those Raptors that we talked about. They're hosting the uh, Bulls mm-hmm. tonight in Toronto. Two-and-a-half-point favorites are Chicago. And uh, that game is going to be on TNT. Grizzlies and Timberwolves will be the second game of that TNT doubleheader. Uh, Minnesota, 12-and-a-half-point favorites on that one. Hmm. Bulls, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Well, I'm not holding my breath. Demary DeRozan and Zach Levine, they're going to ball out in front of Drake. Hmm. Potentially. I'm not holding my breath at all. Bulls <laughs> uh, team is the definition of inconsistent. Drake pull up to uh, the game in a retro Jordan. Probably. Jersey or Rodman or something. <laughs> but we'll see. Impress me. Pull up in a Derek Harper jersey. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> the real fans. That's right. <laughs> Tony Kukoc jersey. Ooh, there you go. Now you're talking. Will so. Purdue. Pull out the deep cuts. Yep, yep. Deep into the jersey. DJ Armstrong. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you're getting a little crazy <laughs> now with the, those two. So uh, that's what's happening in the NBA tonight. And uh, coming up, we'll take a look at uh, what's happening in the local sports, local basketball this evening. And we'll talk about a couple of the games that happened there last night as well. And that's on the way here on the Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup. From 98.9 The Game Studios, we'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You've heard of AI. We want you to know that some messages and content we broadcast is produced using AI. All content produced or written with AI is supervised by our staff before airing. AI is only a tool for all of us, and we use it for that purpose. You can be assured that we will not use AI in any way that is unworthy of your trust. This is Lucas Crinning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. 
With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! <laughs> yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate. Best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's a nice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's talk about uh, some NBA uh, basketball. Uh, let's uh, stick with the uh, basketball theme here and uh, talk about uh, some results that happened in basketball locally here last night in high school girls uh, basketball starting here at the uh, top of the page in the uh, Vandalia Midwinter Tournament. It was FEM picking up uh, the uh, win over Salem 61-39 was the uh, final score there. For the Hearts, they jumped on Salem early. 14-5 to they led after one quarter and uh, then they had a big lead there at halftime. 23-6 to uh, they outscored Salem uh, there in uh, the uh, second quarter. So they had the 37-11 to 11 lead at the half uh, there. And uh, let's see, we had uh, Donaldson with uh, 24 points to lead the way for the Hearts last night in uh, the uh, win. And uh, so Effingham will uh, move on to the uh, championship game uh, there in Vandalia. And uh, they'll take on... Greenville, as they were victorious over Centralia, 47-43 of in overtime last night. So it'll be FEM and uh, Greenville. That'll be on a Saturday at 2, 2.30 uh, there in Vandalia for the championship uh, tournament. Uh, in the Highland tournament, that's where we had uh, Totopolis. Uh, they uh, were victorious against Waterloo, 52-33. to It was the uh, final score. As Topolis outscored them 14-9 in the first quarter, and uh, they kind of outscored them uh, the rest of the way there, uh, obviously. Uh, there, and it looks like uh, Chloe Propes had uh, 15 uh, points there to uh, lead the shoes to the win there in, uh, in Highland 
there. And uh, so it's topless moves on in the consolation bracket. Also, Civic Memorial won over a Triad 47-45, and Old Marquette won over Nashville 55-42 to was the final score there. Uh, action over there in Beecher City uh, last night at the NTC tournament in the consolation bracket. Uh, we had Nioga win over South Central 69-39. to There as uh, Nioga had the two-point lead after one quarter, and then they built that up to a 36-24 at halftime, but then really took control there in the third, outscored South Central 21-3 into the third quarter, and that gave them uh, that 30-point lead to start the final quarter uh, there. And let's see, it was uh, Nioga, it was Campbell leading the way. She had a 17, therefore... Uh, Nioga and Eaton had uh, 10 points, or actually it was Richards uh, with 25 uh, there that led the team in scoring uh, there. And uh, let's see, we had uh, Reed and Calgar both have 13 for South Central to lead them to victory. And, or in the loss mm-hmm. for South Central. And it was also uh, County Eric Beecher City getting the win over Windsor's Two Straws, a 60 to a 39 was the uh, final score there. Uh, Cowden had the 14-9 lead after one quarter, and they built that up to 29-17 at the half and then led 45-28 after three quarters there. And let's have uh, Rodman having 19 points to lead the way for the Bobcats, and uh, Stuckemeyer also had 10 points as well. And for Windsor, they were led in a scoring uh, there it looks like um, Kinkler had 14 to lead the way for the Hatchets in the consolation uh, side of things. Uh, the Little Line Conference Tournament had uh, the 7th uh, place and 5th uh, place games there uh, last night in Lawrenceville. And it was uh, Marshall with a win over Lawrenceville, 45-34 to uh, 34, to take home 7th place. And in the 5th place game, or the uh, consolation championship, it was uh, Newton with a victory over Casey, 46 to a 19, was the uh, final there. As Newton held a Casey scoreless there in the opening quarter, 16 to nothing, after one quarter uh, there, and Casey only have five points at the half there, and it was 28 to five there at the break. And uh, Cameron Martin had a 17 for Newton to lead the scoring for the Eagles there. In a boys basketball uh, last night, we had a, a couple games there in the uh, Salem uh, tournament as we had uh, Centralia victorious over Effingham, 77-37 was the uh, final score uh, there uh, last night. And uh, Salem with the win over Champaign Central, 57-39 was the final score. And we had that uh, South Central and the yoga game that was uh, moved from Tuesday and it was South Central victorious over Neoga, 38-28 in NTC action. As South Central had the 8-7 lead after one quarter, and they held a two-point lead there at the half, and or had yeah two-point yeah. lead at half, and a five to two they outscored them there in the third. Mm. And it was a Magnus leading the way for South Central. He had 12. Uh, there, and it looks like uh, Keller had uh, 10 points 
for Neoga uh, there, but South Central picking up the uh, W a day later than it was supposed to happen, but they got it in last night. A win is a win. They got it, yep, and uh, they'll take it in the NTC for sure. Uh, local sports so for tonight in a girls basketball, the Highland Tournament continues there. It's Oakville against O'Fallon at 5 o'clock, Taylorville against Highland at 6.30, and uh, Breeze Monterey against a Breeze Central there at 8 o'clock there in Highland. And we also have the Vandalia Midwinter Tournament, the Salem JV team versus Mascuda at 6 o'clock, and Wesleyan against Vandalia at 7.30. The National Trail Conference Tournament it continues tonight. It's the semifinals in the championship bracket. First up at 6 o'clock, it's the 5 seed Dietrich. After that win against Neoga the other day, they'll take on the number one overall seed there, Altamont. And you can hear that over on a Jack FM, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Mm-hmm. And this is a rematch of it earlier in the season as this took place out of the Bob Kearns tournament. And it was in Dietrich, and Altamont got the 66-45 uh, win on that night. But Dietrich trying to – they already upset one Indians yep. in the yoga try to pull off the upset uh, tonight against Altamont, who is right in that 18-game winning streak uh, still going on tonight. 20-2 on the season are the Lady Indians. And we'll see how they come out to uh, start the game uh, because on uh, Tuesday and uh, even the Tuscola game, uh, they're kind of slow starts, slow out of the gates Mm -hmm. for uh, Altamont. Looking forward to that one tonight. Tipping off at uh, 6 o'clock. Coverage will start a little bit before that uh, tonight in Beecher City. And then also uh, following that game in uh, the other championship semifinal, it's the two-seed of St. Anthony scoring off against the three-seed of Brownstown with St. Elmo at a 7 to 30 approximately. And these two teams have not faced off against each other uh, yet uh, this season. So uh, looking forward to uh, this one as well, shaping up to be a good one uh, this evening with the Bulldogs and Bombers uh, getting together mm-hmm. uh, there. And 7.30 tonight. Looking See who's to going it. to the championship on Saturday. Yep. Uh, Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament continues tonight as well. The number one overall seed is Sullivan against the five seed is Sarah Gordo at a 6 o'clock. And the three seed of Tri-County will take on the two seed Arcola at a 7.30 at the high school there at Unity Christian and uh, those are the uh, semifinal matchups. And uh, so we'll see who's going to the LPC championship on Saturday as well. Uh, at St. Paul's, you got uh, the ninth seed Unity Christian against the fourth seed Arthur at 6 o'clock. And the sixth seed of Cumberland against the seventh seed Okaw Valley at a 7.30 there. You got the uh, championship concluding uh, for the little Line Conference tournament. The third place game is a battle of the Tigers. It's only versus Paris at uh, 6 o'clock. And in the uh, championship game, it's the Golden Aces of Mount Carmel against the Maroons of Robinson at 7.30 for the conference title this evening. Yep. Uh, in the Apollo, you got a Mattoon uh, traveling to Urbana, Decatur St. Teresa hosting a Mount Zion. Normal University is at a Muhammad Seymour. Uh, Central Illinois uh, Conference, you have Macon Meridian at Tuscola. Warrensboro-Latham is hosting a Clinton, and at Central A&M 
is at uh, Shelbyville. And uh, the uh, Salem tournament continues tonight as well in uh, boys basketball as you got East St. Louis matching up with Carbondale at 6 o'clock and Mount Vernon against Charleston closes out the night there at 7.30 in Salem. And again, we have uh, the schedule up on the website, femradio.com, and you can check out that as well as we'll talk about uh, the results of those games on tomorrow's program. And we'll take a look at the weekend ahead tomorrow as well in local basketball. Cumberland starting the uh, LPC tournament on mm -hmm. the boys' side mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow. So we'll hit up on that uh, more on a Friday's show. All right, we move along here, and uh, we move along to uh, some uh, college basketball that is on uh, the uh, table for tonight. And we'll take a look at what is going or what happened there last night in the world of college basketball, the crazy world of a college of basketball. And that's what we're talking about coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating. Without a compass. Eyes waiting. Started to wonder. Metamorphosis. Philosophy without choice. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. And Illini fans who renew their season tickets by February 1st are eligible to win amazing prizes, memorabilia, and experiences. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th against Michigan. Visit FightingIllini.com for more information. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design and more people kept ordering. From 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. Now how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the five million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. TikTok sparks business. If you've been injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions. They'll tell you if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750. So if you've been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, call now. Find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 378-4750. To speak with a live person now. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Tax Act can think of a million things more fun than filing taxes. Tax Act is going to name some now. Sitting in traffic. Folding a fitted bedsheet. Listening to your coworker talk about his fantasy team. A hole. 
digging an even larger hole next to that original hole. Unfortunately, Tax Act's filing software can't make taxes fun. But Tax Act can help you get them done. Tax Act, let's get them over with. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, well, Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... Spaghetti stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. It's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues aim to avoid a three-game losing streak when they visit the Washington Capitals at Capital One Arena tonight. St. Louis coming off a 4-2 loss to the Flyers on Monday night. Tonight's contest starts at 6 o'clock. As Travis mentioned, the Bulls look to get back on the win column. They just suffered a road loss against Cleveland on Monday. They'll take on Toronto tonight. It tips off at 6.30. Inclement weather is pushing the Blackhawks road game against Buffalo Sabres back today. The Sabres tweeted yesterday morning that the game scheduled for later in the evening was canceled due to poor weather conditions, so that game will get underway at 6 o'clock tonight. Guaranteed rates, fields, days may be numbered. The Sun-Times is reporting that the White Sox are having discussions about building a new stadium in the South Loop. There's a 60-acre known as the 70 that is being considered. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson and White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf put out a joint statement acknowledging that the team is exploring options for a future stadium site, but the statement didn't offer any other specifics. As mentioned, the Pacers have acquired Pascal C. Ockham. Um, let's see here. Mike McCarthy is going to return as Cowboys head coach in 2024. Do not expect an offseason change. ESPN reports that Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy is returning to the team for the 2024 season. McCarthy is entering the final year of his contract within the Cowboys to their third straight playoff appearance. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there. Sparks in our heads. It's ridiculous. That he's still coach? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And just, again, didn't sign him to an extension. His contract's up after next year. Mm-hmm. So you're playing out the year. Yeah. It's just going to cause nothing but headaches. This is the – we'll talk more. Yeah. There's a headline on ESPN that I absolutely love, and it is so perfect. But we'll we'll talk about that. Also, one other thing I wanted to talk about from that sports center. Uh, the White Sox looking for a new stadium. Mm-hmm. You better agree to it, Chicago. Otherwise, they'll be moving to Nashville. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. We already know that that Jerry Reinsdorf had meetings there with <laughs> Nashville city officials right. during winter meetings. So they did. he wants a new stadium. You better give it to him. Otherwise, you're going to be losing the Bears and the White Sox. And then it will be down for sure. Oh, yeah. You will. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Interesting. So... Uh, all right. So uh, let's get to uh, what we were going to talk about here in uh, this uh, segment Um, and uh, let's uh, hit up on uh, some uh, college basketball uh, here that happened uh, last night as it was uh, the number one team in the country handling business no upset here as they destroyed Creighton 62 48 was the uh, final in Creighton I mean that was a big east battle they were number 18 in the country Uh, didn't look like it last night though Mm -mm. UConn impressive 
there. Uh, number four, North Carolina. They also took care of business against Louisville. One in five in the ACC is Louisville, and 86-70 was the final score. Uh, Houston uh, gets back in the win column. Uh, they're number five as they beat number 25, Texas Tech. Destroyed them 77-54 in a Big 12 uh, battle uh, there. Only two and two in the conference, yeah. Houston is. Yeah. so uh, Number eight, Kentucky uh, won over Mississippi State 90-77. Mentioned that LeBron was uh, distracted by watching uh, Bronny's game with uh, USC and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona ended up winning big. Uh, it was close at halftime, but... 82 a 60 a 7 was the uh, final score. And Arizona was definitely the favorite. They're number 12 in the country. USC, two games below 500 uh, now. And uh, let's see uh, 30 minutes for Bronny, 11 points. Oh, nice. 5 for 11. 1 for 4 from beyond the arc. Didn't get to the free throw line, though. So, bad performance uh, there mm-hmm. for USC. Uh, number 13, Auburn, one over uh, Vanderbilt, 82-65. Number 15, Oklahoma, 77-63 over West Virginia. And LSU upsets number 22, Ole Miss, 89-80 was the final score uh, there last night. Anything happening in the Big Ten last night as uh, Rutgers got the win over Nebraska in OT, 87-82. So that was a good game, and so was Northwestern Maryland as well. I told you that it was disrespectful to have Maryland uh, such an underdog mm-hmm. there. They almost won the game, 72-69. Northwestern uh, got them, but uh, Boo Booey, 20 points, and hit a, a clutch basket uh, there to help Northwestern with the win. Hmm. Mm. Illinois can't beat Maryland. Nope. But Northwestern can. Yep. Hmm. I'm sorry, Northwestern, for always saying you're not a Big Ten team. You're a Big Ten team. Improving it most of the year. I'm a little worried about that Illinois <laughs> game coming up. Yeah, that's coming in the pipelines uh, quickly. Yep. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, the uh, Illini, they're one of three top 25 teams in action tonight. You got number 10 in Memphis hosting uh, South Florida. And Wichita State is against number 23, FAU, and Illinois. They are in a Chrysler uh, tonight to uh, take on Michigan, who has been underachieving to say the least uh, this season. As there are three games below 500, as they're seven and ten on the year for the Wolverines, two and four in the conference. So not as star-studded as maybe we hope to be. So what's Illinois favored by in this game? Travis? Two and a half points. That's it. Mm. Do they know something that we don't? Mm. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'd like. I'd like to say that this again should be a get-right game for Illinois. It should be. But I don't know if it is or not, Travis. I just have this gut feeling that this is going to be a dogfight tonight. Hmm. It might be they uh, Michigan just uh, snapped their five-game losing streak uh, that they were on uh, as they beat Ohio State, their uh, rival. They got some inspiration from the Fab Five uh, uh, there. I see Chris Weber looks thrilled. Oh yeah, I'm sure uh, he to was. be. He'd much rather be on TNT. To be back there, uh, they won a 73-65 over the uh, Buckeyes uh, there. 
and um, who knows? Maybe it might be a look-ahead game for Michigan. They got Purdue coming up next. So, uh, but uh, Illinois, you know, they're coming off that loss against Maryland, and like you said, could be a get-right game uh, potentially. You'd hope uh, there. Um, the uh, Wolverines have really uh, dis- struggled on a defense is why uh, they have their poorest record. Uh, 309th, they rank out of 362 teams in a defense efficiency uh, there. And they only uh, struggle against with the turnovers as well. They struggle to generate them. Ten teams in all of college basketball average fewer steals per game than the Wolverines uh, mm-hmm. there. Mm. They've uh, lost uh, in the previous six games before that uh, Buckeyes game uh, against the spread, if that matters to you. Two and a half point favorites for Illinois tonight. 7.30 will be the tip-off, and uh, coverage will start here at uh, 6.30 for uh, the Illini. And they're not done after this one as they got another game. Uh, this week, and it'll be a back in a Champagne Sunday mm-hmm. uh, there against Rutgers for a noon start there. And then we face that Northwestern game on the 24th. Uh, so that's going to be on Wednesday, next Wednesday. And, of course, Ottawa plays in the NTC tournament on Wednesday. Yep. Naturally. Sure mm. uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, there tonight with Illinois and uh, Michigan, and is there? I think there's one other Big Ten matchup. It's Minnesota and uh, Michigan State going at it there in East Lansing. Eleven and a half point favorites are the uh, Spartans uh, there, and uh, so uh, that does it there for uh, college basketball. Mm-hmm. We'll be uh, tuning in to that game uh, for Illinois and Michigan later on. This evening. Yep. And right before, here. And before, right here on 98.9. And I almost uh, forgot about this, but before we uh, go away from uh, basketball in entirely, I almost forgot that we have uh, new polls oh, yes. that are out for high school basketball. So, you know what time it is. Time, time for, for the polls. Take a look at those uh, basketball polls in uh, the Associated Press and in uh, boys basketball in a 3A. Mount Zion stayed there at a number five as they're still undefeated on the season. They trail uh, Metamora uh, there by nine points in the uh, polls for number four uh, there. But I think they got a tough matchup uh, coming up on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Centralia there in that uh, Salem tournament there, they uh, dropped a couple of spots after dropping their uh, first game the other night. And uh, so they were number four. They're still number seven uh, there. And that was it for a 3A in uh, 2A. Uh, Breeze Central still number one uh, there to Lona Unity. Uh, swatch, uh, swaps with Peoria Manual. Uh, they uh, just swap spots, but uh, Tolona Unity 17 and 0 mm-hmm. on the season and 128 points to Peoria's 97. Uh, there, it's a big gap. Peoria nine and nine on the year. Yeah, get out of here. Must play a tough schedule. Get out of here. <laughs> I think 
think uh, Dominic and I were just talking about uh, Peoria uh, Manual the other day. Get out of here. Two first place votes with a 500 record. Get out of here. I'll have to explore the uh, the record. I'm not up on my Peoria Manual. Uh, All I know is that Byron should be ahead of them, Travis. Of course. Byron, 14-0. <laughs> number four. Still holding strong there for Eric's ninth favorite team. There with <laughs> the number keeps going down every Family week. everywhere across the state of Illinois and across the United States. That's right. Uh, Benton, they are still number seven, but they've dropped a couple of games uh, now. Clinton, they are just missing out on the polls there. 19 of votes. Uh, Pinckneyville. Uh, they uh, just uh, faced Vandalia the other night, and they got 12 uh, votes. Uh, Topless receiving uh, six votes uh, there. And in a Class 1A, a St. Anthony is still sits up top as uh, St. Anthony got 12 first-place votes, so they're still number one. Tuscola still holding strong at a number two, and they also got two first-place votes as well. So 135 for St. Anthony and 126 points for Tuscola. Uh, Goreville moved up a couple of spots as their number three there right now. Um, and that was it from around the area in 1A. And we had Casey, the only other area team that received a vote in the boys' uh, polls. Uh, there over on the uh, girls' side of uh, things in uh, 3A, uh, Lincoln uh, still stayed at a uh, number one. They received a nine of uh, first place votes. Pierce Central right on their heels, though. Uh, Galesburg is number uh, three currently right now. And FEM staying put at number 10 uh, there. And uh, Mount Zion receiving five votes. Taylorville receiving uh, three votes in uh, that category. And a uh, 2A, uh, new number one is Peoria Notre Dame. They jumped up a couple of spots from three to now number one. Breeze Central slides in there at number two. They were number one last week, and a modern day uh, drops down a spot as well. So modern day Central, a two versus three uh, matchup tonight in Highland uh, there in the polls. Uh, let's see, uh, Porta, they just got done playing Topolis not too long ago. They're still number seven. Uh, and speaking of Topolis, they received two votes there. And in the uh, class on 1A polls, uh, we had uh, Galena still number one there, Orangeville uh, still number uh, two. And we had uh, an interesting, uh, we wondered where Altamont was going to be uh, up if they, when they pulled off the upset against Tuscola in the polls, and they moved up one spot. So Altamont Lady Indians are number four in class 1A mm. right now. So it jumped up one spot. And uh, Tuscola. They fell three spots after that loss to number seven uh, now. And uh, St. Anthony is receiving uh, six votes in the other receiving votes category. And Brown improved their stock after the NTC tournament uh, this weekend. Altamont climbing to number four in the state mm -hmm. in the polls. All right, uh, so uh, we uh, – Continue on, and we'll switch things up to uh, football, and we'll talk about that uh, lack of moves there in uh, Dallas on the coaching side uh, as well, and maybe take a peek at the uh, matchups coming up this weekend, but we might have to save that for the pod or save it for tomorrow because we're up against the clock, but we're going to be talking about the Cowboys coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. 
Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. And now. So, if you remember yesterday, yes, I picked the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. So it's the Bills and the Cowboys. And I said yesterday that the Bills are exercising all the demons. Mm -hmm. So I got the Bills beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, exercising those Mm -hmm. 90s demons. This is the only way the Bills will make it to the Super Bowl. Everything has to line up. The starting lineup. That's all you're going with there. So I have the uh, Bills and the Rams matching up in the Super Bowl. And, hey, it's a Super Bowl preview tonight. And uh, I have the Rams getting the win. And it's the Rams going a back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The Rams exercise the demons. They get revenge from the week one uh, loss to the Bills. And so the Bills are the Bills. Nothing changes. You take off the Scooby-Doo mask. They're still the Buffalo Bills. They can't get it done in a big game. Josh Allen, maybe the MVP of the league, but he can't get it done when it matters most. When the lights shine brightest, it's the Rams back-to-back championships. Such a homer. On 98.9 The Game. to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game was our Super Bowl last year coming to fruition there. Not so much for either side. No, I don't even want to talk about this year, Travis. <laughs> we will look at them uh, no, eventually, we but no. we got we to gotta, we gotta do it at some I deleted point. the spreadsheet, so I have no idea who I'm <laughs> I like to forget our picks this year, but uh-huh. didn't work out for either either one of us, really. Uh, but uh, that's not what we're here to talk about to uh, close out the show. We're here to talk about uh, the uh, Cowboys and uh, the announcement uh, there yesterday uh, that it looks like that they are going to be keeping Mike McCarthy uh, around uh, there. They met extensively, and Coach McCarthy uh, was at the press conference today talking about what they uh, discussed, but uh, it's going to be Sticking around for one more year there in Dallas. I love the headline here on ESPN, Travis. Why Dak Prescott has become the Cowboys' new Tony Romo. <laughs> I see that here. I couldn't, it couldn't be put any any better. Hmm. Yeah. 
the Cowboys have had not one but two opportunities, good opportunities to win the Super Bowl under Dak Prescott, and they've failed mm-hmm. both times. Yeah. And now, as everyone keeps talking about, contracts are coming up. Mm-hmm. Money is going to be tight. You have to find a way to try to improve this team. Yeah. Without having the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. As I said, Travis, desperate men do desperate things. Jerry Jones is desperate. And as the sec- the subheading is on ESPN, Mike McCarthy back, 2024 is shaping up to be an all-or-nothing season for the Cowboys. How desperate are they going to get? Mm-hmm. Isn't it all-or-nothing every year for the Cowboys? Yes, but this year feels even more so. Yeah. Because of everyone who could possibly be gone after this year. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't get this this move at all i would have i would have moved on uh from it's a lame McCarthy. Duck year next year yeah you're gonna have to talk about it all year long exactly and that'd be a distraction and you know who's to say if the season doesn't go off the rails uh next year he could be gone midway through and what good does that do uh, for you mm-hmm. you have a couple of the candidates out there this year that could have uh, been easily a pick there whether you had a shot at him or not but uh, it's just like what do you want you want the third straight 12 win season and you didn't even make an appearance let alone win the game mm-hmm. but I just don't get it at all I guess they like the pain like the suffering in the postseason because clearly they can't get it done and McCarthy can't get it done nope and again this it's the same story. 12 and 5 regular season. Who cares? It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas fans would rather really? go 9 and 7, be the sixth seed, and win the Super Bowl than win the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, clearly, the regular season doesn't matter. Uh, the past three years, especially uh, there. So. Uh, Dallas is sticking with Coach McCarthy for at least a year. Don't uh, there. It. Uh, we'll take a look at the uh, divisional matchups on uh, tomorrow's uh, show, and we'll be picking uh, games tomorrow as well. Uh, for a pick em, man, it looks like that uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be a Baltimore Raven for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So uh, they add him here at the final hour. Two days before the game. Jeez. Uh, but well, he just got released. He did. Last week. Yeah. When the season was over. Yep. Season was over for a while yep. for the Jets. But Well, yeah. Everyone knows that. But he's going to be a Baltimore Raven for the postseason. Try to win a championship, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, so that does it here for the Trashel Show. And coming up, we still got more stuff to uh, hit up on in the uh, pod into overtime. And so uh, find us over there. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Carlin versus a Joe. Following that is Freddie and Harry. And later on tonight, Illinois, Michigan. Uh, tonight here at 6.30 will be in that uh, coverage. And ILL. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in to overtime of the starting lineup. And Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here. And we still got a couple of things to uh, clean up here on the pod. And also got some this date in sports history yes. to get to as well. Yes. Is there anything on sports there that you wanted to get yeah, to? Yeah, another standout player of the Crimson Tides decided to leave the program following retirement Nick Saban. Alabama safety Caleb Downs has entered the tour following a breakout freshman season in Tuscaloosa. The Georgia native chose Alabama over Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Clemson coming out of high school. San Jose Sharks legend will have his number retired next season. The team made the announcement on Wednesday, but no official date has been selected yet. Jumbo Joe Thornton spent 15 of the 24 seasons in San Jose after he was selected first overall in the 97 draft by the Bruins. Thornton leads the franchise in assists and is second all-time in points. The Dynamic Center amassed 1,539 points in 1,714 career games. Thornton will become just the second player to have his number retired by the organization. His number 19 will be immortalized in the rafters alongside his fellow teammate Patrick Marlowe's number 12. Hmm. And finally, Travis... Yep. The Browns are in the search for a new offensive coordinator for next season. Cleveland is parted ways with offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt after four seasons with the team. The team had discussed a reassignment of roles on the coaching staff, but decided that parting ways was the best interest of both parties. Cleveland also has fired running backs coach Stump Mitchell and decided not to renew the contract of tight ends coach T.C. McCartney. The Browns started five different quarterbacks during the 2023 season and finished second in the AFC North at 11-6, and six, fell to Houston in the AFC wildcard round last week. And that is why, Travis, why are you firing your offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Right. He took five different quarterbacks and still made you a playoff team. Right. Exactly. Why are you firing your offensive coordinator? Right. Yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. Makes no sense at all. Mm. And parting ways with your running backs, Coach. Was it, what, wasn't running kind of what got Cleveland here? Oh, yeah, and they're, they got they had a big injury, too, Chubb. Yeah. So. so the fact they made the playoffs with all the injuries they had to deal with is astounding, and I would have brought everybody back. Yeah. What can you all do healthy? Let's find out next year. Mm-hmm. Nope. Starting from scratch. We're getting rid of basically all of our offensive coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is why the That's Browns Cleveland. will forever be the Browns. Exactly. Browns going to Brown. Browns will Brown. Yeah. Big, so. stinky Brown in the – Oil bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep, just like the city. Yep. Oh. 100%. And that's Sports Center. And that's your Sports Center. Uh, well, uh, you didn't have it on your Sports Center, but it was important enough to be the second slash third headline on ESPN's regular main page that Reba McIntyre oh, yeah. is going to be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Yep. And uh, Post Malone will also be there as well. America the Beautiful. All right. Will be sung by Post Malone. Yeah, Ariba, gonna be the national anthem. We talked about this last year, Travis. Country music artists have been in charge of the national anthem for the past couple of years. Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just what they've done with the Chris Super Bowl. Stapleton. Yep. Last year and now Eric it's Church, back to Reba. Eric Church, I think, did it a year before that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that's. Significant news, I guess, for top headline on ESPN. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> um, and I also saw that it uh, 
came out during the, the uh, show that uh, Fox officially announced that Adam Wainwright's going to be uh, joining the broadcast booth. Oh, that's nice. As a full-time Fox analyst. That's nice. So You're a fan of that, aren't you? Yeah, big fan. Big fan of Wado in the booth. Natural there. Would have liked to have seen him just come on straight with the Cardinals and replace Jim Edmonds, but... I, I also saw, Travis, that um, Amazon yep. is buying into Bally. Right, yeah, I was I, th- I had that down the other day to mention that, and it looks like the Cardinals are still going to be on a Bally for at least another year. Mm-hmm. So no fearful of it going to Amazon Prime just yet, for the Cardinals at least. No, nope, not yet, but it's one step away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From happening. Right. The last time, Travis, you have to go back to Super Bowl 44, where the Chiefs beat the 49ers um, back in 2020 to the last time it was not a country singer singing the national anthem. Hmm. It was Demi Lovato who did that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So quite the run. Yeah, yeah. For and country. it continues. Yeah continue with Reba Reba Chris Stapleton before that was Mickey Guyton um Eric Church those been the past past three now Reba makes it four so there you go hmm. Alrighty. righty I think I think that's the only two other things that I had Alrighty. well we can get into sports uh, this day in sports history then this date in right. sports history, what happened? Today, we're just sticking in the year 2015, Travis. Two things mm-hmm. happened in 2015. First, the Seahawks overcame a 16-0 deficit to take the lead in the fourth quarter, thanks in part to a muffed onside kick by the Packers. Green Bay would tie the game, but Seattle would win it 28-22 in overtime on Russell Wilson's 35-yard touchdown to Jerome Curse. Yep, that was a great game, great yep. finish. Yep. And on this date in 2015, and what would later be known as the Deflate Gate game. The Patriots thumped the Colts 45 to 7 in the FC Championship game. Tom Brady would later be suspended for his role in the team reportedly doctoring the footballs. And the Colts haven't been the same since. Not really, no. Haven't been the same since. The sting of Deflate Gate has deflated Indianapolis. Hmm. Really has. It deflated their arena, too. I mean, I know it did before that, but. RCA Dome used to be kept up by the air pressure inside of it, but now there's no RCA Dome anymore. Nope. I miss the RCA Dome, by the way. I saw a picture of it over the weekend on a, a Facebook group about a old abandoned ar- arenas and stadiums I'm in, and it made me really miss that dome. I mm-hmm. always thought it was such a cool-looking dome from the outside. Yeah. I like. It's more To me, it's more aesthetically pleasing than Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, I do not like the outside of it. I think it looks ugly. Hmm. Yeah, I think it just looks about like every other modern. Which is the problem. They all look ugly. <laughs> it's a fabulous facility. I'm not saying it's a bad facility on the inside, but curb appeal. It. I just drove through Indy a couple weekends ago with my family, and just seeing it, it's like it just. It just does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Does nothing for you. It does nothing for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Indy. I can say that now because we're not an affiliate. I'm sorry. Mm. I don't like Lucas Oil. 
the RCA dome was superior as far as aesthetics look. Hmm. I guess I never really, never really thought about yeah, it. That looks like an arena, Travis. Like that looks like an arena. That looks yeah. like a stadium. It looks like a place to be. Now we're gonna go here, and this looks like a shopping mall mm, or yeah. a factory. Factory, I can see. It yeah, does not look like a window. stadium. A large window. Don't like it. I would much rather have the RCA dome. <laughs> the RCA dome will forever be king. I will not change my mind on that. Also, I really liked Market Square Arena too, and I'm glad they. I'm I'm sad they tore that one down. I don't I think Market, I. I don't Market think I've Market ever Square. been that one. I never went to it, but again, from the outside, aesthetically pleasing. It looks like a, an arena. Mm, yeah. It looks like a good arena. Hmm. It, it just I like the old school arena looks and they're not coming back and it makes me sad no no they're going further away yes instead we have monstrosities like what's being built out in or has been built out in Vegas and probably what will be built out in Vegas for the A's and the vacuum what the vacuum for uh, Aldred Stadium, where yeah. the Super Bowl is going to be played this year. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that looks like a like one of those automatic vacuums. Yep. But don't like it. Hmm. Don't like it. Hmm. Well. Like I said, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. No, it's not. And I'm going to be sad about it. And I'll keep being sad about it. I mean, even the Chase Center in Golden, with Golden State, that doesn't look like an arena. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen the outside. It was in construction. It's not finished in this. Oh, picture. I was like, I don't think I've ever. Still, I don't think I've ever seen here, here the outside of it. Hmm. It doesn't. It looks like a spaceship landing in the middle of a city. Yeah. Basically. Hmm. Old school arenas were the best. Were the best. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's nostalgia. Oh, I'm a hundred nostalgia creeping it's nostalgia. in. I I am, but the Boston Gardens from the outside look so cool, and the um where the Capitals used to play. Hmm. I'm looking up a picture of it. Uh, I say I don't think I'm familiar. I think I'm familiar with the. It was like a capital. There we go. The Capital Center in Landover, Maryland. It looked like a a, a saddle. Like <laughs> it, it looked like a saddle. It just looked cool. It had mm -hmm. it had features and it felt it had a personality. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of looks like a like a restaurant almost. Kind of looks like a wafy Lay's potato chip just laying on top of a building. It does. Mm. Now I'm hungry. Things used to be better, Travis. Well, yes. It all used to that. be better. Video games, movies, sports. Yes. Yeah. All better. You don't get any arguments from me there. Yes, I am Grandpa yelling at my my sky, and I don't care. Mm -hmm. Old man yelling at clouds. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will continue because it used to be better. Hmm. I'm trying to raise my kids in a generation that's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, I'm done ranting and raving. We can get <laughs> out of here now. Uh, all right, we better get out of here before we uh, start a, another young old debate. So. <laughs> That'll do it for us, and we'll be back tomorrow to take a look at the uh, action for the uh, weekend, including the divisional round of the uh, playoffs in the NFL, and to pick those games as well. So until uh, tomorrow, have a good one, and uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for downloading. Peace out.